Hello, 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 hello. Thank you for tuning into this podcast channel from Wig Weave, the number two natural L hair. I am your host, Natural Keisha. And this podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave, the number two natural L hair. Today we have a special guest. Guest, can you introduce yourself? A little background about your what you do. Hi, my name is Jennifer Lundjoy. Um, I am a nursing student. I actually finished school last week. Um, I am the owner of AJ Boutique. I am Haitian American. Um, and honestly, I love talking about self care and self esteem and self confidence and how to walk into your purpose. So I was very excited when I was um, me about getting onto your podcast. I'm looking forward to talking today. Oh, great. Thank you for being a guest here on this podcast channel and granting me the interview. Not at all. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about self-love, Fred? Yes, we're going to be talking about self-love. We're going to be talking about hair, skin care, and how to really walk into your purpose. Great. What a great topic. Um, our topics. Um, where do we begin? Let's see. Um, uh, where do we begin when we want to start loving ourselves more? I think the very first step is accepting your flaws. Because people can't use things you already know about yourself against you. So once you've accepted your flaws, yes, then you can begin to, you know, decide this is what I want to fix about myself. Or you realize that everyone has things with themselves that they don't like, and that is okay. We are human beings. We are not meant to be perfect. You know what I mean? So once you realize I have flaws, but I also have great attributes about myself, then it's easier to say, this is who I am. This is the good. This is the bad. But the good far outweighs the bad. Yes, exactly. You must accept yourself for who you are first. Yes. What does self-love so, mean? To me, personally, and from what I've seen, it's you know, it's, in today's world, it's so easy to get on Instagram and see all these gorgeous women with, like, size zero waist, and you're talking, where is your waist? You know what I mean? It's so easy to get sucked in into all of it. But self-love is actually all internal. It has almost nothing to do with your physical attributes. It's about learning not only who you are, but how you affect other people the role you play in other people's lives. And sometimes we tell people, you know, you can't, people won't love you unless you learn to love yourself. That is such a lie. The people who matter to us, the people we love, we have to get that back. All that plays a part in self-love. My mother, my family, my husband, my kids, the love they show you, because sometimes you don't see the good about yourself, you know? 
you you get all these people telling you this, telling you that, and it's so hard to see yourself as your society is telling you you are. But then the people who truly matter to you, the love they're showing you, you know, you think there's a reason for that, and they kind of clarify the things in you that you should love, whether it's the way you're so affectionate or the way you love unto them. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. What do you already love about yourself? Honestly, I think I just love the way, and it hasn't always been like that, but I love the new perspectives I have in life. I love the way I make it my business to make sure my friends know how much they're loved. I make it my business to make sure my family and the people who matter to me know that when it really matters, I will be there. You know, so that's what I love about myself intimately. Physically, you know, you kind of learn to love the little things. You love the way you smile. You love the way, you know, you wake up and you take care of your hair or the little self-care things you do, like facial masks. But what really matters at the end of the day is the things you love about yourself intimately because those are the things people can't see. You know, if the world is blind, how are you going to show them your beauty? And that's what really counts in the end. Yes, it really does. That's why you should start the, each day off by telling yourself, something really positive, how well you handle the situation, how lovely you look today, or anything that would make you smile. Yes, absolutely. If you have to, if you have to put um, some type of quotes on your mirror, because we all know we're going to pass by the mirror or going to go back to the mirror to examine our facial hair or the clothes that we have on our back. So that will also ring a bell to read that quote that's stuck to the mirror on how to say something positive, have some kind of positive information there or quote that you can read on every day. Definitely. That is definitely, especially with social media, what I love about it now is while there is bad parts of it. There are so many good parts. There are so many pages that focus on just that, on posting daily quotes that motivate you, that get you to see things in a new light, that, you know, give you positive affirmation so that you can say, I will speak this into existence. There are so many of these pages, and I follow a lot of pages. Um, one of my favorites is Jay Shetty. He is one of the motivational speakers. He used to be a monk and whatnot. And every morning I'll wake up and I'll go to the stage and there's always something that speaks to you there. So while a lot of people are using social media for, you know, gossiping and drama and all that, there is so much on there that can speak to you. And if that's what you need in the morning to get going, then you get on that and you start your day. Yes. You might as well educate yourself, make you feel positive, read something positive, because once you look at all the negativity that's happening in the world, you'll start thinking negative too. So we have to have those positive thoughts and be around positive people also. Definitely. Absolutely. Being around positive people is such a big thing. And a lot of people don't realize the effect that actually has on your life because the people you call your friends 
they play such a big part of, once again, as I mentioned, walking into your purpose. You know, I remember growing up, I would just make friends just for the superficial reasons of it. And the more I grew, the more I started making friends who, who play a part of me walking my purpose, people who are there to cheer me on, people who have shoulders to lean on when your life gives you a bit of a beating. You know, just having positive people who are constantly telling you, you've got this, you can do this, this is meant for you. People who pray with you know what I mean? That plays such a big part on how you feel about yourself, about walking into your purpose, about living your best life. Yes. And you must end all the toxic relationships, whether they're friendships or relationships, because seriously, anyone who makes you feel anything less than the amazing person that you are and the amazing things that you deserve to have or achieve to be in part of your life, then that's not for you. Anything toxic is not for you. Just like we push toxic out of our body by drinking water, we push the toxic out of our body. We don't want to be around toxic folks. Yes. And sometimes people don't realize that they're around toxic people, you know. Sometimes at the end of the day, when you feel drained, you feel like, you know, you just can't do anything anymore. It's not even because you were working too hard or, you know, you were exhausted. It's because you have people in your life who are quite literally draining you, who are sucking the life out of you. And those people sometimes, because of history or because you know, we've been through so much, it's hard to let them go. But you have to make a decision. You have to choose you. You need to add people who are adding into your life, bringing joy, bringing peace. And if that's not the people that you are with, you are always going to feel drained. You're always going to feel tired at the end of the day. And that kind of exhaustion sleep isn't going to help. It's peace. Yes. And, you know, two things that are most common are some of us stepping outside of our comfort zone and trying something new or celebrating our wins, no matter how big or small they are, we forget to pat ourselves on the back and be proud of what we have achieved. Those are the two things that are most common that we do a lot. Absolutely. I truly, I truly, that's such a great point to make. And we, as human beings, we are hard on ourselves there because we're comparing our journey to everyone else's. You know, you graduated high school with friends, and they have already graduated college, gotten their masters, and all you've been doing, or all you feel like you've been doing, is working since you left high school and taking care of your family. But you don't start to think that was their journey. Yours is different. Besides, the things you're doing are probably making a bigger difference on a bigger scale. You know, yes, you might be a mother, you might be a wife, you might be, but you are making changes in people's lives. That's something to pat yourself on the back for. You get up every day and you start. You get up every day and you tell yourself, this is worth it. You don't compare your journey to other people. I have been a victim of this. I remember when I first sat in front of my graduate from college, I had taken a break from college to work and take care of my family. And I felt so horrible because 
This, these are the people you think, okay, we're all going to be doing the same thing. No, no, you absolutely are not. Your journey is different on that. On that, your path will happen when it's supposed to happen. We are not meant to have the same story. Exactly. And we must take that time out for ourselves to calm our mind every day. Breathe in, breathe out, clear your mind of your thoughts and just be you. You know, follow your passion. That's another thing. Follow your passion. You know that things that get you so excited but scared you at the same time. But the thing you really want to do, you don't convince yourself to do it. You always convince yourself that it won't work. You know, you shouldn't go and do that. Why don't you flip it and convince yourself to do that, achieve that goal, go for it. Don't be scared of the outcomes. That's another thing. Do not be scared of the outcomes because you don't know you fail at something until you try. And if you do fail at it, I will try it again until I accomplish it. Hmm. I like that. I I love that because you never know until you try. And so many people are afraid to try. You know, I think I remember this quote, which the gist of it was just a boat was meant um, to be on the ocean. It wasn't meant to stay at um, Harvard. And it's just people are afraid to get out there, you know what I mean, and do mm-hmm. something. A shark that doesn't swim drowns. The first step is to try. Try to do your best. Yes, we are feel at it, but you never know. You might also exceed your expectations. And sometimes people, and when I first started to get into the um, social media thing and doing Asia, everybody was like, everyone is doing this right now. There's hardly a chance you're going to succeed at it. But there is space for all of us to win. You know, just because someone else is doing something or you see so many people being in the same market does not mean you shouldn't get out there. You have something else to offer. You have your own perspective to offer. I mean, we are all different. Yes, we might all be trying to do the same thing, but it won't have the same outcome because we will bring our own perspective to it. It's just making sure that you believe in your dreams. No, you know that what you got. Because anyone can tell you you can't do something, but they don't know the drive you have, the motivation you have. They don't know your why. Only you do. So before you even start doing it, you tell yourself, do I know why I'm doing this? And if you do, you grab it and you do it because you know why. Exactly. And just like, for example, I... No, I wanted to do something about, you know, the natural hair. I built up a Facebook group, which is from Wig Weave, the number two, natural hair. You know, I wasn't sure how to run a group or what it is all involved in having a group, but I shot for it. And now it's up and running, okay? Then I went on to trying out making YouTube videos. I seen that there wasn't a passion for me, but I won't give up on it. So I still do the YouTube videos, but I found my passion. My passion was a podcast, a podcast. So I went on with the podcast, you know, 
I wasn't worried about the outcome because I know I'm going to get plenty of people that possibly want to be a guest and plenty of people that don't. But I'm not going to let the ones that don't want to attend on my podcast channel to talk through the segment. I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm going to keep pushing and someone will soon grant me a interview and would love to be a guest on my podcast. So that will keep us pushing, the motivation. Yes, and you have to find that internally sometimes. Sometimes you have to tell yourself, no matter what or who stands against me, I believe in this dream, and I will do whatever it takes to achieve it. Because with dreams come sacrifices, especially when you start something that's not super popular. And there is more good in this world than there is bad. And I truly believe that. There is more good people in this world than there is bad. And while you are afraid that some people wouldn't want to be on there, some people wouldn't support it, I am sure you have met people who have loved the very idea of being on your podcast. And when you first went in, that's not what you expected. But you still kept pushing. You know, it's keep pushing forward. Exactly. And I wasn't even afraid of the outcome because I know we have all heard no before, but we shouldn't let no stop us. Who haven't we all? We have, and you have to get used to no. You know, for me, sometimes personally, when someone tells me no, I think that I've been trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't believe in my dream. You think I'm going to fail. You think this is. I will make it my personal challenge to prove you wrong. You know what I mean? That's one of the best motivations there is. Because there will always be people to keep you down. There will always be people to discourage you. Those people are putting their limitations on you. And you should not let them. Exactly. You should keep pushing. Because a lot of people, you know... They treat others with love and respect, and it makes us feel better about ourselves when we treat others the way we hope to be treated in the long run, but that doesn't mean everybody will always repay the favor, but there's their problem again, right in our face, right there. Just because we don't get it back don't mean stop giving the love because what you do, it will soon be returned back to you, even if it don't be returned back to you while you're here on earth. You can at least say, you know, you did something good to help someone out. Maybe someone was struggling. Maybe someone needed you to be the voice for a hair product, a hair journey, some kind of medical condition, but nobody else gave them the microphone so their voice can be heard but you. Absolutely, absolutely. And I was actually having this conversation with a friend of mine a couple of days ago about how not everyone's heart is going to mirror yours, but you shouldn't let that discourage you. I mean, at the end of the day, and I am huge on faith, I am big on spirituality, and I still believe what you do here, even if you don't reap the fruits of your labor, your children might, your grandchildren, someone will reap those benefits because I always tell myself as much as I give, I do not get half of that back. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I have to keep giving. I have to believe 
that what I put out there will come back to me in some fold. Because yes, I might, if I financially invest in someone, I might not get that back. But I have so many great friends. Why must you think that wasn't part of my good karma? Getting someone in my life, you know, to change it, to give me new perspectives, to be my cheerleader. That could also be part of your good karma. The people you meet sometimes or what the world, the universe, God is giving back to you. It's not always money or material things. The things you get back might be someone making your day with a smile, someone holding the door open for you. Those are signs of good karma. Exactly, exactly. Because it's always where, oh, you got to know this person to get to this area. Or if you don't know that person, then you would never make it to that area. And look, some of these people don't even know me, but they gave me a chance. They granted the interview, and they also let me know in feedback that they love what I'm doing. And whenever they have more product or want to express whatever it is off their chest, they will be back to be a guest on my podcast show. Those encouraging words make me go farther, right there. Absolutely. And it's funny, but with certain businesses, if you are counting on family and friends for the business to move forward, it never will. It absolutely never will. Because I remember when I first started AJ Boutique, I had so many good friends who supported, who you know, did reviews inside the products, actually purchased the products and try and give you feedback. But at the same time, there are so many people that you know and you'd offer them, you know, like, do you want to try this? You know, tell you, do I get it for free? Do I get a discount? But at the same time, you got strangers who are there saying, oh, my gosh, I love what you're doing. You know, I would totally try this product. How much is it? No discount needed. No free products needed. I want to try this. So sometimes it's better. Strangers are kinder to us than the people we know, than our family, than our friends. And I always tell people this, when family, people you consider family, friends, don't support you, God will put a stranger on your path and get you to where you need to be. You know what I mean? And it's just believing that no matter what, you will get to where you are meant to be when it is meant to be. Yes. That's why it's okay to say hello to a stranger. You know, someone you don't even know you're saying hello to, they could be the same person that can save your life as far as if you was crossing the street without looking and a vehicle was coming and they ran out there and grabbed you back so you would not get hit by them. Absolutely. You know, some of us look at strangers and say, well, you know, I don't know that person. I'm not talking to that person, et cetera, et cetera. But strangers are possibly where the blessings could be at also. And sometimes people miss out on those blessings because they are so afraid of reaching out, because they are so afraid of rejection, or because they are just so judgmental when it comes to the superficial stuff because there are people you meet and everyone's got a story and I always say what differentiates you from a homeless person is just the home that you got 
you know, at the end of the day, this is still a person. You do not know their story. You do not know what brought them here. Sometimes all of that difference wouldn't mean in the homelessness is the fact that I have a job. If I lose that job and I'm not able to get another one, that could be me next on the side of the street asking for help. You know what I mean? And we tend to look down on people. We tend to be so judgmental as a society, not realizing that sometimes all it takes is one thing to fall apart for your whole life to fall apart. You, people need to learn to be more humble. And personally, it took me a while to get there. But the more you go through in life, the more your journey takes you to different places and you meet different people, the more you realize we are basically all the same. All it takes sometimes is you will make you look more blessed than I was, or Lord gave you a hand that I didn't give me. But then that's your turn to go ahead and give me a hand. When you get to a place you need a step to be, you get to a place where you feel so blessed, make it your job to bless someone else in return. You know what I mean? Yes, and then that's a good thing you said about, you know, getting approval from family, friends, because give up the need for approval from others. You can be the ripest or the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, okay? And there is still going to be someone who hates peaches i mean even though it's the juiciest ripest sweetest fruit it's still going to be someone that's going to bite into their peach and say i dislike it it's not sweet enough it's not juicy enough so if you're waiting to meet everyone exactly so if you're waiting to you know get approval of everyone expectations about your life, then the world is going to stop. And we know the world is not going to stop. It's going to keep turning, whether we're having good days or bad days. So that's why you need to continue on with your life and make yourself happy. Do what makes you happy and things that you're passionate about. Absolutely. I am a huge, huge believer in that. And and that I saw something that if it won't matter in five years, you know, don't let it matter now. So if it if something is gonna ruin my five minutes, that's fine. I won't have to affect the next five years of my life. We tend to let too much get into us. You know what I mean? The water that the water the same water that the boat goes on is the same water that drowns it. But it has to get inside. So we have to make sure we keep all that negative away from us. You know what I mean? You have to, at the end of the day, tell yourself, this is what I believe in. This is where I'm at. And don't force your journey. Realize each moment for what it is. But at the same time, keep making sure that you're advancing, that you're improving. Because there is, no matter how perfect someone is, or no matter how talented someone is, there is always place for improvement. And that goes with our personality. There is always place for improvement. Every single day, I get up and I try to improve myself. Now, realizing that we're not perfect comes with the, yes, sometimes we falter. Yes, sometimes you know, when we could have been the bigger person, we would not. 
But realizing that is the very first step because now you're like, okay, this is one thing that I have to fix within myself. Yeah. So when you're feeling down, what do you do to make yourself feel better? You know, we all have these routines and things that we like to do to make ourselves feel better. I am a mother of a two and a half years. If I am feeling really down, I will sit there and I will watch Disney movies for her. And if she's not around, I will grab a great book and just dive myself into that. I am huge on reading. Everyone who knows me knows that I love to read because to me, that's another world. If my current place of mindset is you know, down there. I will dive myself into a book and be in that space, in that mental space for a couple hours to take myself out of this headspace. Because we all go through it. We all come home at the end of the day wondering, why? Why am I doing this? You know, why did I have to go through this? Why me? Why me? But you have to realize there is someone out there no matter how close or how far, who would give up anything to be in your place? As a first-generation immigrant, for me, the biggest thing is growing up in Haiti. And then when I come here, sometimes I would be taking things for granted. And then at the same time, I'll be telling myself, I am here. There is someone back home who would give anything to be able to say, I get to go to school, I get to go to work, I get to make money. So you kind of bring yourself back to the basics. Once you feel like you had a bad spot, you know, and you're going around me, think of all the other times you've been at a bad spot and you have made it through. Yes, we hate the fact that, you know, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, and we wish we didn't even have to go through the things that didn't kill us. But we do. Such is life. Now, realizing that, yes, that, I don't think that anything didn't kill me, so I will get through this too. This too shall pass. Realizing that makes it a little easier to deal with life adversity. Yes, and that's another thing. We must let go of our past trauma and wounds. This can be a really tough thing to do, but it will make the things that we go through day to day a lot easier because once we let let go of those past trauma and and wounds, it's like a weight has been lifted off our shoulders because it seems like we're carrying a whole world, you know, on our shoulders. We're overwhelmed. Absolutely, especially in today's world. Especially in today's world, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. I mean, <laughs> on a lighter note, everyone said this year was going to be their year. You know, this is the year for growth. This is the year when I get it together. This is the year when I'm all about making my... This year has been off to a horrible start. I mean, in January, it was the chance of World War Three, and that was the coronavirus. But after you get through this, not much else will scare you because you have been through worse. Yes, it sucks that we have to go through so many bad times for us to get stronger, but you realize your strength. There have been so many moments in life where I said, I am not going to make it through this, or God, I hope. But at the end of the day, you're looking forward, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I made it through that. 
I can make it through anything. This year alone, I had made it through so many adversities. Now I don't question my strength anymore. I truly believe I can make it through anything with a little work and a lot of faith. And that's correct. Because the next time you are feeling, you know, um, happy and on top of the world, make a list of your best qualities and accomplishments. It may sound a little corny, but it can be wonderful. And it can be a wonderful reminder when you are having a day that's less than amazing. You can always go back to that and read the things that made you happy. Absolutely. And it's not it's not even corny to be honest, because sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget just how amazing we truly are, which goes back to the whole we need friends to remind us. My very best friend sometimes I'll call and I'm having a panic attack. And she would be a reminder of you have made it through some of the hardest times I've ever seen and you are here and you are fighting battles that I would never wish to fight, but you have made it, and you, in return, are teaching me of what I can get through. You know, when life throws me a lemon, how I can turn it into lemonade, and it is so good sometimes to have those little reminders, because mm-hmm. we don't expect it. We exactly. truly don't expect it. And you know, you what, know? what woke me up a long time ago is that when my grandmother set me down and she said, well, you think you are having a bad day. There's someone in this world right now that's fighting for their life. You might not be fighting for your life, but you got another day, another hour here on earth to possibly make whatever made you have a sad day today. You got a better chance at it an hour later or a day later to make it more better. But someone right now on this earth is fighting to live another hour, another minute. And you know what? That turned around my whole train of thought. So every day I wake up, I'm like, you know, I'm going to do better than I did yesterday. I'm not going to be on a attitude screen. You know, I'm not going to make little things make me mad, you know. I'm going to go ahead and do something more motivated. I'm going to read a little more. I'm going to educate myself. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that research, you know. Try to better yourself, not bitter yourself, you know. Don't be bitter about the situation. Be better about it. Absolutely. And that's such a good point to make. I mean, going to nursing school, if there's one thing it's taught me is that at the end of the day, this little breath we take, and we take it for granted sometimes, but it is such a huge deal. It is such a huge deal because there are people with all the money in the world who would give up all that money in the world to have just one more year of life or two more years of life. These things we are doing, it's priceless. And realizing that each morning, because, you know, I remember um, a few years back, the side was, YOLO, you only live which is such a lie. You live multiple times. You only die once. Every morning you get up, it's a new chance to do better. It's a new chance. Yesterday you had a bad day and you felt like you, know, you were bitter um, towards the 
grateful. Or you felt like, you know, you weren't your best self. Live today the day that you apologize to those people that you felt like you negatively affected. Live today the day when you said, okay, I'm going to do one good thing to make up for that. You get a new chance every single day. It's just up to you to decide what to do with it. That sure is right. If you decide to stop smoking cigarettes, stop doing drugs, stop drinking, you know, stop putting chemicals in your hair, drink more water today, stop using chemical products, you know, whatever the situation is, you know, you have today to change, you have tomorrow, but someone that's on their deathbed right now, they don't have all that time. And we all don't know our day that we're going to, you know, be removed from this earth. We might might as well make the best out of each and every day to be a better Keisha, to be a better Mm -hmm. whoever, you know, just be you, be the better person for you. Absolutely. And that's, that's such a big thing because we get a second chance and sometimes we still mess it up, you know. We hurt a husband, we hurt a wife, and instead of being sorry, you know, instead of getting to that part where you acknowledge what you did was wrong and you apologize, you put blame. But we don't know, and this year, especially this year, has made it so evident that you could be gone at any given moment. People mm-hmm. take for granted the fact that they go out there, we go to work, we go to school, and we come back home. There is a wife somewhere waiting for a husband. That's on his deathbed. There is a husband somewhere waiting for a wife that's not going to make it home. In these little moments, they have to matter more. We have to be this year, actually last year and this year, I have been so big on apologizing for my mistakes, no matter how small they were, because I might not get a chance tomorrow to say sorry. And I do not want you to think that I, you know, God forbid something happened to me, that 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 with me on my heart. No, I'm going to forgive and I'm going to leave. Now, I'm not telling anyone to go out there and just forgive and forget, forgive and forget, because then you tend to make the same mistakes. But forgiveness isn't for the other person. It's for you. It's so you can be at peace. Carrying all that hatred on your heart is only going to bring you down. Mm-hmm. What rules or conditions can you release to awaken to powerful self-love? Honestly, it's it's a day-by-day thing. You know, in middle school, I was so distraught by all the bullying. I have big lips, you know, and back then, that wasn't such a thing. You know, there wasn't, oh, you have big, nice lips. It was something to be made fun of. Yeah. But Times are changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are paying now to have the same thing I used to be made fun of mm-hmm. in middle school. And it is just so amazing to me. But accepting accepting is it's a daily thing. Every day you get up, you seek a little positivity towards it. If it's your weight you don't like, you know, or if it's the fact that you have short hair or you have it doesn't matter. You put positivity into that. I am so big on self-love, no matter what 
size and shape, no matter what color, self-love. We all deserve to be loved for who we are. We were not meant to be the same person. I don't care if you are so healthy. Like, one of my closest friends gets up and goes to the gym every single morning. And I'm proud of her for it. You know, but that's not me. You know? Yeah. You have to learn to like the little things about yourself. You have to learn to accept this. Yes, I'm a sick girl. I've been sick all my life. And that's okay. We need to start the comparison. The more you are comparing yourself to others, the less you can actually say, I love myself. Yes, sometimes you're going to get up and look in the mirror and not like what you see. But bring out all that inner beauty. Bring out all that inner strength. And make sure that shows on the outside. Yes, I might not be where I need to be physically. But who else do you know would withstand all that you have withstood in life? Let that inner beauty shine. And it is so much easier then to really love yourself. Stop trying to fall in love with all the physical stuff while the inside is rotting. It's first falling in love with the inside and all that will shine through on the outside. And that is correct because we must stop comparison ourselves with others because when I first went natural and did the big chop, you know, I liked it. You know, I was going chemical free, going to be natural. And then as the hair started growing out of my scalp, my TWA didn't look so delightful anymore. You know, I was like, oh, I don't like it. You know, I look ugly, this and that and that and that. Because I was trying to compare myself possibly with the other person that big chopped their hair and their hair was looking so lustrous and healthy and was manageable. And here is my foolish hair not acting right with me. You know, there is no one on this planet like me. So that's what I had to keep reminding myself. And then not only that, I am going towards a healthier path, not only with my body, not only with my skin, but with my scalp and my hair strength. So I had to remind myself right there that guess what? Even though your hair is not acting right with you today, don't let that take over you. You're still beautiful. I had to keep reminding Absolutely. you. You're still beautiful. Absolutely. You have a beautiful soul. You know, don't compare yourself to someone else. The only person you should compare yourself to is you. <laughs> if you want to do any kind of Absolutely. Yes. Compare yourself to your past selves, you know, and see how far you've come. But first is to just stop the comparison between you and anybody else. I mean, I'm so big on hair love. As you've seen on AJ Bote, I'm I'm big on acceptance, and I'm big on accepting your hair is such a big thing. When I first, I had never really relaxed my hair, but I used to straighten my hair every Mm -hmm. morning. Mm -hmm. Every single morning, I would straighten my hair until it just stayed straight. The heat damage, it wasn't even heat damage anymore. I just had straight hair. And then I chopped all my hair off Mm -hmm. in 2014. Everyone was shocked that I'm used to having long hair. But to me, it wasn't even such a big deal because I felt like, and as soon as I chopped my hair off, I came into a different kind of conversation.
confidence. Anyone who knew me will tell you, as soon as I went natural, my confidence skyrocketed. It just, I felt like I walked into myself. Like, this is me. There is no artificial about it. This is me accepting everything about me. I stopped feeling like my hair was too kinky or my hair was too corny. God give it to me. That's another thing. Yes. Would not give you anything that's not meant for you. Because everything you have set aside and planned is for you. <laughs> yes, I mean, totally. Why are they telling me, you know, I'm not going to go natural because it's easier to have my hair relaxed and throw it in a ponytail. Or it's easier for me to take care of it and just go through. Well, don't sit here and tell me your hair isn't for you. Mm-hmm. You're not all that. You know, but don't sit here and tell me it's not for you because it is quite literally for you it grows out of your scalp that way exactly what is something you have always wanted to try but never have i have never had a weave and i'm still willing to try it i have never had a weave i know i am haitian so um i don't know if you know anything about the haitian culture but with your parents, you know, as soon as you start getting weaves and nails and everything, mm-hmm. they're telling you, you know, you think you're a teenager, you think you've grown. Yeah. I've heard that plenty of times. Really <laughs> like, yes, my family's like a really sick kid. You guys are going to get weighed. I had to wait till I was 13. So my father's even once I left the house, I mean, I'm only 24, but once I left the house, I just, I never gave it a try. And... That's one thing I do want to try getting this year, you know, just for the fun of it. Yes, yes. When was the last time you told yourself, I love you? Yesterday. 
absolutely yesterday. And that is a good thing to tell yourself each yes. and every day. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny you say that because growing up in, in a Haitian household, your parents don't really believe in all that. You know, I love you, you know, speaking positive affirmations into you. So I've made it such a big deal for me to do with my daughter, like where there's not literally a day that goes by where I don't tell her she's beautiful and I love her. Because I'm either going to make this girl very conceited or she's just going to be a very humble, beautiful girl. But I just truly believe that we need to hear those things going up. We need to hear that we are loved and we are cared for and that we are beautiful. Because the world will be too busy telling us, you know, how ugly we look or how we are not accepted. So at home, I plan to teach her all of that. So when she does hit middle school and get bullied like me, that will not face her because she has heard her entire life how loved she is and how beautiful she is and how powerful she is. You know what I mean? That's correct. Are you a better person today than you was yesterday? Every single day. You get to be a better person every single day. Now, as any other human being, that's not always the case. You know, someday I wake up, I'm late for work and someone crossed in front of me. They were probably late for work, but I'm too busy leaving and getting mad. But the next day, you know, get up a little earlier and make sure I leave at a time where I'm not so mad because someone crossed me off the road. Every day you get to be a little better. Doesn't always happen, but then, you know, that's why you thank God that he gives you another chance the next time you wake up. Yes. Are your actions guided by love or by fear? Huh. You see, this is where it comes to being honest with yourself. For the longest time, my actions were guided by fear. And it's really by one single fear, the fear of failure. Yes. You, when you've watched almost everyone you've known, whether it be family or friends, go down a road where you knew that's not what they wanted for themselves, you start getting a little fearful, you know, that just because you are working towards your goal or you are seeking positive affirmations does not necessarily mean you will succeed in the end. And that fear almost crippled me. And after I had my daughter, honestly, I'm thankful for this girl. I kind of just stopped letting fear lead me I started going by love I started telling myself I will get up every day and I will work toward my dream yes sometimes I might want to give up but the biggest thing is for me to keep going and that has been my thing since I gave birth to my daughter stopped letting fear control me and started going by love and hard work and faith I am so big on faith Yes, and see, that's a very good thing because I know we all start off by some kind of fear or it could be that fear like that outcome of what would happen. But a lot of our things, we need to go by love, you know, because you love doing this or you love doing that, you know, just like having a passion for something, you know, we need to go on by love, all our actions, or at least let a lot of our actions be by love and don't let fear outbeat the love of your actions. 
Absolutely. And when it's like that, too, no matter where you might trip um, along the world, you know, you will stand up again because this was led by love. This wasn't led by fear. But this and love is such a big thing. Love for life, love for your family, love for your friends. No matter what kind of love it is, let your actions be led by love. I have made a complete 180 in my life by making sure that everything I do is something that my child can one day say, I am proud of you for this. Mm-hmm. And these days, that's all that I kind of really go by is when I do something monumental, is this something that my child will one day say, mommy, I was proud of you for this. I want, and people always laugh when you say things like that, but I want to leave this world a better place for my child. And that means every decision that I make from then on has to be led by love because it's my love for her that's making me a better person. And also let your actions towards faith be by love, not by fear, but by love. Because he, our father, love us. Absolutely. And our actions that love is the biggest example. A man who loves you enough to give his only son. Son, yes, exactly. Love is so big, and people underestimate the power of love. They sure now, do. while this is the thing about love, people kind of, when someone, you know, who a, a woman who was wrong does something out of love. People are like, you know, love is so dangerous. No, that wasn't the dangerous part. You know, it's the darkness. That wasn't love. That was darkness. Love doesn't push us to do negative things. You know, sometimes we let the way love affect us do negative things. But it's not love in itself. Love in itself is meant to be peace and healing it's not meant to cause harm to anyone you know understanding love is such a big thing yeah surround yourself with people who love and encourage you let them remind you just how amazing you are absolutely i mean i have met so many great people but i am truly at a point in my life where at this point, I can say I am surrounded by people who love me. And someone loving you isn't just loving you at that stage in your life. It's for them to be able, because we all grow as human beings, it's for them to be able to love you at each facet of your life, you know? Because the me today isn't the same me you're going to meet a year from now. I'm going to evolve, I'm going to grow, and I'm going to change. Change is a part of life. Is that person who loves you today... Are they able to love you when you're having panic attacks? Are they able to love you when your mental health is taking you through it? Are they able to love each facet of you? You know? That's correct. Who inspires you the most in this world? (sighs) This is going to sound strange, but I believe that before I had a kid, I kind of became my own inspiration. I didn't grow up with people that I wanted to be like. I grew up with people who made a lot of mistakes and they learned from it. 
but I didn't go up with someone. I was like, oh, this person is exactly who I want to be. You know, so I kind of have to figure and pick out of the people that I've met in my life, whether it be friends or acquaintances. I pick and choose, okay, this person has such great attributes. I want this. I want this. I want that. But then I kind of inspired myself to be better so that one day I may inspire the people who I love. You know what I mean? Yes. Who do you want to be? Excuse me. What do you want to be remembered for? The changes I make in people's lives. I want that more than anything. With my fear of failure came that realization that I am big on making changes in people's lives. I grew up in a federal country where, you know, even when you had a lot, it, when you come here, you realize you didn't actually have a lot. It just felt like you had a lot because you were comparing it to everybody else who was in your environment. So now I make it such a big part for me to make changes in the people in my community back home. You know, making sure that I leave a legacy behind, not just for me, but for my children and my children's children. Mm. Why is life so good? Can you tell us why life is so good? <laughs> life is good. Life is good. And even when it's not good, it's good. Life is good because you are alive. I am so lucky. I just so lucky that this that my two group of girls came in better. But life is good because I get to have people that I love who love me. I get every day to dream bigger, to do better. I get to be here where so many people are not. You know, people who would give up billions to be here aren't here. I am comfortable with where you are right now? 
being comfortable with where I am right now required me to realize that I have come far. I have come farther than I thought I could. Um, and that's that's honestly my advice to anyone is just when you're at a point in your life where everything just seems to be going wrong, is just keep pushing forward because later on you'll look back and realize that you have gotten through it. But now I am super comfortable because I am confident about everything in my life, you know. I have prayed for so many of the things that I'm enjoying now, and I continue to pray that I don't overlook those small moments of joy and of peace um, as I move forward. But I have great people in my life. I am on my way to working my dream job. I have my daughter. I have so much to be grateful for. So thus, I am comfortable where I am. Now, I do plan to get better because that's what life is about is getting better but currently I am very very comfortable and very happy about where I am in my life and that's a good thing very comfortable you know with where you are what you have accomplished so far and then the very next best thing that you said is that you're going to continue on going to school and you're going to continue to be the better person you know, it don't stop here. You're going to continue. Always place for improvement. What are the top five things that bring a smile to your face? The top five. Hearing I love you from the people that I love. Um, reading a really good book. Because, like I said, I'm really big on reading so when you read a really good book and it has the happy ending that you expected, um, going to school and knowing that this is one of the things that will eventually get me to where I want to be. Talking to my mother always makes me happy. And finding love. Those are some great things to bring a smile, hopefully, to anyone's face. Yes. Growing up, I was like close with my mom, but after having a kid of my own, it's just it's so much easier now to be close to my mother. What are you doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis to improve yourself? I read. Now, this is the thing about reading, and I understand that a lot of people either don't have the time for it or the patience to actually read. But reading is one of those things I consider a holistic care. It takes care of the mental part, the emotional part, and sometimes even the physical part of your care. Because the more you read, the more you know. You know, Whether you're reading, I remember growing up, I would always be reading Chicken Soup um, for Soul. And there were so many versions of those. But each time you'd read it, you'd read new people's stories and you'd hear about people's lives. It always makes you strive for better. So when I read, and I read a lot of political books, um, as well as a lot of black novels written by black authors, and they just kind of make me see how far we've come and how far we have to go and what I plan for my world to be in that. Yes, I do love reading myself. 
I can get lost in a minute in a book. Um, that is so much to learn in a book. I mean, so much. Absolutely. From new words to the meanings to researches to background checks, you know, on different history things, starting with your body, your hair, your skin, you know, things you didn't even yeah. know, you know, as coming up as a child, they didn't teach that part in school about hair, about your skin, about your body, and et cetera. You know, they left that out. So I love the self-care because of the self-education that you can give yourself. Absolutely. What are ways to practice self-care? Self-care can be something as small as today I'm going to do a facial mask to I'm going to do, you know, hair, hot oil treatment. Self-care, especially if you are a working mom or, you know, you're going to school and you're doing all these things, sometimes you don't have time to really dive deep into self-care. But self-care is, you know, lounging around with a good book while your facial mask is doing its job. You know, it's always good to practice self-care because it plays a part in self-love. And we all need, when you're doing self-care, and what a lot of people don't realize is, you are connecting or reconnecting with yourself. You know, you are letting your body, your mind be one. So whether it's getting your nails done, you know, or reading a good book or practicing hair care or skin care, all of that plays a part in self-care, no matter how small or how big, as long as it's making you reconnect and making you feel good, it all plays a part in self-care. Those are some good ways to start. Exactly. How many good qualities can you list about yourself? If you had asked me this five years ago, I probably would have only had one. But now I can tell you almost seven, you know, and sometimes it takes other people to point them out to you for you to even realize they are good qualities. That's correct. You must know your quality of yourself. What exciting things are happening today for you? Um, for today, honestly, it's just I am preparing to, because I currently live in Florida, I am preparing to move back home to Boston. So I am super excited about getting back to my family, to my friends, and feeling like Jennifer again. Okay. What would you do if you had all the money in the world? People always call me selfish when I say that, but I would start with my home country. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I am big on my culture and my country. Um, and more than anything, you know, as much as there is hunger here and there is homelessness here, when you actually step out of the United States into a third world country, you realize how much there really is a need for the basic things in life. So if I had all the money in the world, I would build a few hospitals 
in orphanages back home in Haiti. And education, I would build schools because education is the key to changing our world. Yes, indeed. We must have that education. That's first and foremost on everything. Even when you know better, you do better. Even exactly, even to possibly continue your education also is better too. Mm-hmm. Rather, you're doing yeah. the self education by yourself without the teacher. You're the teacher anyway, because you're the one that's sitting up there reading and doing researches mm-hmm. and checking backgrounds on different things. Or mm-hmm. by having that teacher in front of you showing you how to perform those type of things. So, yes, that is good. How can I inspire others? There is so many ways to inspire people. I, when I first started Ejibuti, it was all about, you know, because I was doing products back then. I was doing skincare products and hand care products. And I had kind of hit a snag where I was like, okay, I want to do this wholeheartedly but I do not have the budget for that right now, but I still want what I, what the products we present to keep going, which was self-care, self-love, and shining. So, so I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it a page where I talk about, you know, pro-blackness and about love, about how to care for yourself, about how to really accept yourself in being your true self, which is the most powerful thing. So I, hope to inspire people by posting and reminding people how beautiful it is. And I focused on blackness and a lot of people, I have gotten a lot of hate, you know, on my DMs for that, you know, people calling me the N-word, people telling me to leave white people alone because I'm teaching about full black. Um, But I wanted to inspire people to just be in, as black women, we or the most neglected. So I made it my purpose to always, always bring something where, you know, even if it's just for us to have a couple laughs and chat about how our childhood was, but it's something to inspire you to just accept yourself, love yourself, show yourself some care, you know, walk your true path. So that was my way of inspiring the people, whether it be children or grown adults, about being them and how that is the biggest weapon you can have. How can listeners follow you in or get tips with self-love? Um, they can absolutely follow because I have my own personal page which has a lot of motivational quotes and um under stories every day but they can also follow Ejibote which is the page um that you reached out to me on it currently has a widespread following which I am so grateful for because it shows that what I'm trying to do is actually having its full effect um they can follow Ejibote on Instagram and Facebook and they can follow my personal page on Becoming Jennifer on Instagram Okay, great. And will there be anything else you would like for our listeners to know about self-love? Um, I am not sure if the audience is mostly women or mostly black women. But as I mentioned, um, I am really big 
on pro-blackness and black women in all power. But I also want us to remember that more than just getting to where we need to be for ourselves, we need to help each other get to where we need to be because we can only win this if we are walking hand in hand and united because we are so strong. I have only a group of four of my best friends and I realize the power just the four of us have when we're together. Think if all of us really put our heads together, there is nothing we wouldn't be able to do. So stay united and let all this drama, all the nonsense, whether it be social media and the comparison, and you know, all the attributes that negatively affect you. Let all of that fall through and walk into your light and into your purpose and help your sister get there. That's some good advice to go off on. I thank, thank you, you so thank much, Miss Jennifer, so for being a guest on this podcast channel. Whenever you would like to come back and speak to the listeners, please do so. Thank you so very much for inviting me to be a guest here. I have heard the other podcast before I came on, and you are doing something that will truly, truly play a big role in changing people's perspectives. You know, we can always learn more from each other. And I hope you keep doing this no matter what happens. I look forward to being on here again. Thank you so much. Yes, I look forward to continuing on. I just keep my faith first, stay in prayer, as far as with that advice, and always practice the self-care and self-love self-educate, everything that's dealing with self behind it, um, in front of it, excuse me. I'm going to continue to do that. And I do have a quote of the day. Our bodies are our gardens, to which our wills are gardeners, okay? So our body is our garden. But our wills to do whatever it is in life is our gardeners, okay? And Absolutely. that is by William Shakespeare. Thank you. This podcast. Thank you so channel, very much. Yes, this podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave, the number two, Natural Hair. And if you would like to be a guest on this podcast channel, just simply send an email to fromwigweave, the number two, naturall at gmail.com. Please come back, Miss Jennifer. I would like to talk more. Maybe we can have a self-care, self-love part two segment. Maybe we can make this out of an episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love that. I look forward to it. Thank you so very much, Jesus, for everything. You're so welcome. Until then, guys, listen to the next segment. You all take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Walk hand in hand, like Miss Jennifer said, and practice self-care, self-love, self-education, and self-reading. Until then, you all take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.